This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunnatal back again with you guys for another show. After Arsenal have been beaten 2-0 at the Emirates by Liverpool in one of the most disappointing performances of the season. Um, I feel like I've said that several times. <laughs> but uh, really, really, really annoyingly bad. Uh, really frustratingly bad. Just a really awfully kind of numbing game in which... Besides the first 10 to 15 minutes, up until Liverpool scored, you know, I was really kind of up for it. Really, really up for that game. And Arsenal went into that game and they kicked off in the game really like they were really up for it. And it, it kind of got me really pumped towards what could have happened in the fixture. But very quickly, after we conceded a goal, you know, out of nothing, at that point, Liverpool was certainly not the team in the ascendancy, but you know, a squad of their qualities is capable of doing that to you. Unfortunately, um, we really, really let ourselves down. There are very few players that will come out of that game with um, their heads held high. Martinelli being one, Martin Odegaard being another one. Both of them two played well. Saka is, is also worth a mention, but beyond them, really, really poor. Really concerned about some of Aaron Ramsdale's decision-making. Um Ben White defensively looked really off it today, as did Tommy Asu looked really off it. But I mean, he's unfit. It looked clearly, clearly Tommy Asu was unfit. Thomas Partey, and I'll tell you what, I'm not annoyed. I'm really annoyed about it, the second challenge. The second challenge when you're on a yellow is stupid. But Martin Atkinson, why he's giving me booking for that challenge is purely to do with the time in the game. He's not even looked at who the person is when he gives the first yellow to Thomas Partey really ridiculous first yellow card for him. And uh, if that challenge happens in the first minute, because I mean, it was his first challenge, he doesn't get a yellow. And just because it's the 87th minute in the game, he was given a yellow and that's now cost Partey. But Partey's idiocy, let's be real, in the second challenge to to dive in like that on Fabinho when you're already on a yellow card is just really silly. Um, I I kind of really do judge the, the, the... 
decision to kind of throw him in and to just jump him on the bench. I mean, he arrived in London today and we all joked about the idea of Thomas Partey being on the bench but or being in the team, but it did seem a bit naive. I can't blame Arteta for Partey getting sent off, but I can criticise the idea of playing him um, when he probably should have been well-rested up for the Burnley game, which you would argue isn't as important as a game in the semi-final, but it was really, really poor. Um, and the mentality comes through again, the mentality of going a goal down and we never really looked like we were going to create too many chances. And the really big chance that we did create, Lacazette skied over the bar uh, and highlighted how much we need a more natural striker. Oh, anyway, we're going to get your thoughts. We're going to get your feelings in the chat box. We're going to see how you feel about this performance. I can guarantee it's not going to be good. I can guarantee it's not going to be positive. Um, and I know you're frustrated. I know you're down, but do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. We'll be continuing to update you with all the Arsenal transfer news and our 8 a.m. shows as well. Let's scroll up and see what you guys are saying. Tebow says, we were bad, but I think some of our players were just unfit. It was quite obvious. Um, Moss says, Tom, our Erdogan was the only player who played very well. Uh, and off the back of, of course, testing positive for COVID. Uh, no one really looks fit, says Ronit. Uh, Nodak says, at the end of the day, we were defensively way off the mark and Liverpool weren't. I mean, to be honest, the defence is one of the team. You compare the performance of that team defensively at Anfield compared to the team that we saw today. Defensively, really, really different. Um, very, very different in their solidity. Uh, to be honest, like, I know we all predicted back fours and like we wanted to see back fours, but upon reflection, and it's very easy to say with the benefit of hindsight, but possibly a back three would have been a better idea to kind of remain solid um, with who we had available. Uh, Luke says, everyone looked tired. I'm sure I heard about four or five players only had one day's training. Um, T.Y. Pess says, Emil smith throw and Tommy unfit. Saka looked short too. Lukonga just not good enough yet. Uh, Matt says, how can Alteta keep his job now? 20th of January, we've only got the league. Lost to Emery and he went out of the FA Cup. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I find jumping on the, the, the whole sacking Arteta now a little bit odd, um, a little bit strange. I know it's been a pretty awful 24 hours regarding competition-wise. But, you know, <laughs> I find that a bit strange to be calling for the manager's head at this this kind of point when we still could very much finish in the top four. We'll have to wait and see. I get that we're hurting. I get that it's annoying that we're out of the competition. Um, but that was a semi-final against Liverpool, by the way. It's not like we've got out in the... Oh, wait. <laughs> Cole Jan says, what an embarrassing performance. We desperately need a midfielder and a striker, preferably two or three of them. Ronit says, Partey the visionary. He knows what he is doing, forcing the board into a decision. Uh, I mean, we need to really get Artur in before that Burnley game. Desperately. I mean, Juventus are going to hold us to ransom on that move at the moment. They know we desperately need a midfielder. They need to be bringing Arter in well ahead of this Burnley game. Martin says, exactly, Tom, without a top-class uh, striker, they can put three around Martinelli. Mart yeah, I mean, Martin and Martinelli were, were great, but Martinelli, they just put everybody around him. He couldn't break through. There was no one running off him. There was no one close to him. I thought Tierney was quite poor today. You know, we could all rave about Tierney when he's good, but Martinelli was really on his own. I, I can't count the amount of times that Tierney tried to overlap him. In the first half, in the first 20 minutes, there was definitely energy from Tierney. But beyond that, he really did drop off the pace, did Tierney. So I was, I was concerned with that, definitely so. Uh, Claude Bottom says, uh, what is our phobia when we play against Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City? We were so poor tonight and another sending off. Don't we want to win? 
Michelle says, do you think we'd have better set up in a 4-2-3-1 with Partey and Lekonga? I don't think Partey should have been involved. He didn't look like he should have been involved. It seemed a bit naive to put him in. I get the idea, but off the back of a you know a long plane journey, just on the benefit of hindsight, just does not seem smart. Zach says, every team and player in the league will experience issues with fitness. That can't be an excuse. Uh, the bone, uh, the bone she says, uh, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Tom, I'm all alone over here on Twitch. Rough day for Tinny. I don't think you are. I've seen some other people on Twitch. Do we do stream these shows on Twitch if you want to join us? Join us over there. Um, ESR was playing with Martinelli on that side. Saka was isolated since he didn't have Erdegaard there. Obviously, Erdegaard had to play kind of that deeper role today. Samuel says, honestly, Tinny is very rash. I would consider someone else in the summer. A Spursy performance, says NB, did certainly come across that way. Yo, says Olympiacos, Villarreal, Liverpool, home exists, uh, what home exits were all similar. Team goes cold for some reason. Really strange. Jones says, spot on take about Tierney. I love him, but he was poor tonight. Smith Rowe was non-existent as well. Josh says, Liverpool are far more of the finished product. To say this is embarrassing, given how we've gotten smacked for the last several years, is harsh. I do think there are some very harsh views coming out, and it's very reactionary. I know that we're out of all the cup competitions now. It's just the league that we have to focus on. There are 18 games now between here and the end of the season. I'm hoping that we can now focus on the league. And I know that sounds like really kind of classic cliche of when you get knocked out of a club, a cup competition. But it is that now. No FA Cup, no Europe, no League Cup. It is all on the league. And look, not getting at least fifth would be really, really concerning. And it would not show progression at the moment. My whole idea of finishing in the top six minimum, I'm looking at that fifth spot now. I, I really struggle to feel I look at that fifth spot and I go, we have to have to at least achieve that fifth place. And I know that a lot of people want to see fourth and they see that as progression, but there, there's a lot, there's a lot missing. There is a lot missing in this team. Like, we need a striker. <laughs> like, have you ever seen a game where you desperately need a striker just to finish that one chance that you get the Lacazette hands, just that accomplished forward that we need. And in those moments, in those games where you need a striker to turn the game, that's that's those moments. And if he scores, you're at 1-1, the confidence is back up, the, you know, these young guys get that boost that they need. That That's the difference. And I feel like if we don't get a striker between now and the end of the window, we are going to pay for it and we are going to miss out on top four. Um, I really think the attack on Arteta tonight is a little bit harsh. Um you may come to regret these words uh, if we do end up finishing four. Daniel says, our legs look dead. Couldn't pass and slipping all over all of the time. Not a good show. Papa says, Smithrow could have been hooked out much earlier, but oh, we don't have midfielders. We need to sign some midfielders ASAP. Joland says, after today, we just need a striker. There were some good crosses. Were a striker, needs to make those runs towards the near post, and it's a goal, but nobody at Arsenal does that. Uh, Zana says, how do you fix indiscipline? Very concerning. I mean, you look at some of the players that we've brought in, um, and you look at some of the players that have, have joined this team. Tommy Asu looks better disciplined. There are players that we're bringing in, but again, the same mistakes keep getting made, and that is certainly a bit of a problem. Um, do we expect goals from Lacazette and Nketiah? Not really. Uh, Gene bro, not at all. Lacazette's not going to offer us the amount of goals that we need throughout the season, and Ketia certainly isn't. It's just it—it it really bugs me how we've we're now what the twentieth of January, and we're still not 
we're still, I mean, I'd look into get, I'd be looking to get two strikers in this window. We'll all laugh at Vlaovic, and yes, that's going to be a very difficult deal to do. We know that it's going to probably run until the end of the window, at least, even if it gets done. But you look at the, the lack of depth we've got in this position that we're bringing on Enketia to try and get us to the final of a cup competition against Liverpool. It's not enough. It's not enough. Um, PJT says, was a game that reflected the importance of the first goal. Genuinely felt like the air was taken out of the sails early. They just never really got back on track. Only one person looked interested. Uh, James T says, Arteta is not to blame. What was with everyone slipping so much? Wrong studs, pitch, water. T- I mean, we, I'm not going to blame the pitch. That's too far. But the confidence of the team was completely sucked out of the life of this squad when we went 1-0 down. It was such a, a such a change, such a, a a deflation. The crowd as well. The crowd completely lost all of its energy, all of its breath when we conceded that first goal. Uh, Daniel says Arteta sent Partey to get sent off so he can have a better partner for when he's back from suspension. Oh, just thinking well ahead of time, of course. Um, Matt says, even if we somehow qualify for the Champions League, how on earth are we going to compete in it? Or well, better players, you would hope. But that's a really strange take. That's a really odd take. I really would suggest reevaluating the position to suggest that what's the point then? I, I genuinely would suggest not bothering. Like if that's your, if that's the viewpoint you're coming at of saying if we get the Champions League, what's the point? How we're going to compete? That's a really odd position to take. I have to say, Zamir, mentality is a big issue at the club. We don't have a killer instinct and don't have the mentality to play high pressure matches. Hence, we lose deep in tournaments and versus big teams in the league. Uh, Josh says, tell you what, Jota is a fantastic player. We'd love a player like that at Arsenal. We, I mean, we cannot do have that player at Arsenal. I feel like Martinelli can be that player. But the thing is that Firmino's movement up top was so good and the passes through to Jota were so good that it really emphasised the Portuguese's game. I feel like we've got a Jota. I feel like a Martinelli can be that wide left forward for us and be able to drift inside. And he nearly did a couple of times, but Liverpool defended him really Really well. Graham says, Tom, I think that shows our squad doesn't have the depth required. While top targets are required in midfield and striker, we need to strengthen in most positions so we can rotate more regularly. Uh, G. Luco says, Tom, listen to your show on Spotify every day. Can't believe we've got another red. Hopefully really urges Arsenal to stay uh, just to pay up on the deals that they're stalling on. Thanks for tuning in, mate. And I absolutely agree with you. I'm hoping that this does push us forwards. We know that they're working hard. We know they're trying to do deals. But there is an element of me that feels that we need to do more, that we should have been bringing in players much sooner, that we shouldn't have been letting the likes of Ainsley Maitland-Niles go out on loan earlier in the window. There's been some strange decisions in this January window so far. Trevor says, the problem today is the same problem that we have had all season. Uh, Marky GTI says, do you get the feeling we rush back unfit players like Tommy Asu? Yeah, I absolutely do, Marky. But there's also an element of me that feels we didn't really have a choice. We didn't really have a choice to, but other to rush those players back. And we had to get them in the team because we didn't really have too many other options. You think about the players that came on, we had Partey that came on and we had Nketiah that came on. The depth isn't there. We had no Xhaka because he's suspended. Make the Nars we've sent out on loan. We don't have him. Abamyang, we're suddenly looking really light up top without Abamyang being there. It is concerning how there's the lack of depth just doesn't seem to be there at the moment for Arsenal. Uh, Paul says, Tom, we looked well off the pace and were exposed for our lack of depth. Felt like the worst kind of anti-climax. Only plus is the players got minutes, but I'm worried about the weekend. Uh, Calvin Cloet says, Liverpool is a better team, better coach, better players. And it's as simple as that. I mean, there is definitely a lot of that in there. Uh, Papa Okonda says, Tom, did the manner in which we conceded that first goal suck the confidence? Absolutely. Could not agree with you more. 
Josh says, two errors, Tommy and Gabby slip and Liverpool had the quality to capitalise. Laka had one off the bar and we did create a handful of chances, just didn't get the finish against one of the top defences in Europe. Andy Love says, I'm not interested in knocking Arteta. I'm more interested in what Arteta and Edu are going to do in January to strengthen the squad. The positive is that we've only got Burnley in this time. We've got Burnley between now and the end of the window. You've got, you've got it's a very, very winnable game. They are looking like they are absolutely devoid of players themselves. We should have players that are going to be fitter and ready for that game on Sunday. And we want to see a game that we go into knowing that, look, this game didn't affect the league. This game was an opportunity to get to a final that we've missed. But now we've got an opportunity to just focus on all of our league games and try and take maximum points from the second half of the season. And then we've got to try and do that with the reinforcements that we can hopefully bring in during this window. Craig says, Tom, this was a very good Liverpool team apart from four players. We already knew the rebuilding was there. I mean, we say besides four players, Kelleher was very good when called upon. Jota, um, I was was impressed with Gordon's movement. Just his finishing was off in that game. Looks a real talent, that kid. But uh, yeah, it shows how good Liverpool can be even without Salah and Mane. Uh, Jay says, all the plastics on Twitter be saying, I'll take her out now, lol. We got beat by a better team. Have to accept to move on. I'd look, I wouldn't go as far as calling them plastics. Look, people are entitled to their opinion on whether they don't, whether or not they want the manager here or not. It doesn't make them any less of an Arsenal fan, unless, of course, they're wanting the team to lose. The difference is here is that, rightly, there were criticisms. I've got criticisms of Arteta during this game. The decision to, to stick Partey in off the back of a flight is a bit odd. The decision to not make more changes. I really think there was an opportunity to change us tactically. We were getting absolutely dominated on the counter. We could have switched to the back three, go with the wing backs. You could either pull in Tierney into that left centre back role and put Nuno Tavares in their left wing back position. You've got Alabiosu on the bench, who's a youngster in the youth side that's got five, seven, seven assists, I think, so far this season in the youth side. He could have been brought on in the right wing back role to give Saka a bit more support. We could have just changed things up structurally, formation wise, but we made like for like changes, to be honest. The only change, I mean, we say like for like. I know that Smith Rowe came off for Partey. But Partey just occupied the position that the position that Erdogan was in, and we pushed him forwards. There wasn't enough variation, and there wasn't enough in-game management from Arteta to kind of change this in our in our benefit. We just maintained the same kind of route forwards. Uh, Harris says, "I support Arteta, but this window has to be uh, has to be a mature has to has been sorry immature. I think is what you mean. We should have never started with Erdogan." deep. I don't disagree with what we went with in terms of the starting 11, to be honest. And I don't think I saw many people complaining about the starting 11 ahead of the game. The starting 11 is not why we lost this game. The reason why we lost this game is because of how we reacted after going 1-0 down and the individual errors from Tomiyasu um, and from Ben White for the the different goals. Now, I do think that that the reaction to this is obviously going over the top in some circumstances. It certainly is. I mean, if you consider the last game that we played was the game at Anfield where Arteta got a lot of credit for the way in which he tactically changed things to deal with that Anfield crowd and the Anfield press of Liverpool. You fast forward a week, we've lost because we've had a poor performance and all of a sudden the Arteta outside comes through. It does show you how quickly in just one game things change hugely. Matt says, stop flip-flopping. Arteta is making progress. If you can't see it, you don't know ball. And look, I don't like the term flip-flopping, but and I don't, to be fair, I don't think it necessarily is that when you see fans coming out after today's game and saying Arteta out. I think that those people are very quiet during the periods that which, you know, we get a decent result. And obviously, you know, that opinion comes out more loudly, more publicly during the times in which the results aren't going so well from a percentage. Some people are very committed to that view and fair enough. If you can explain your point in the best way possible, like I know a lot of people 
Dan Potts, for instance, does a really good job at that. But I do think there is an element of you know, vocalising the negative side of things off the back of this result when last week Arteta got a lot of credit for the way in which we dealt with going down to 10 men. Chris says, let's be honest, it's disappointing, but I see a lack of fitness and rusty players rather than a lack of heart. A semi-final with such a young team and not exactly out of the game like we have been. I don't look. I kind of think we were out of the game. I, I almost felt like you know that cartoon scene where the bullies kind of holding a child at arm's length while they swing their arms like windmills and they're never going to touch them. That's kind of how I felt about this game. Liverpool kind of just held Arsenal at arm's length during this game, and uh, we were never really able to offer them anything, uh, and we weren't really able to offer our, any kind of threat to the other side but we'll have to wait and see i am mindful of the arsenal way that are going to be starting very soon so we're going to take on a couple more of your comments and then we're going to wrap things up uh john says is it possible to look like a well-oiled machine in the first 15 minutes and then look rusty as hell i think it very much is john because i think that's exactly what we saw tommy asked you look like someone who was trying to catch up and we will be okay in a match or two i definitely think if you look at the first 15 minutes of the game there's a lot to be encouraged about but the problem was is when we went one nil down we reacted really, really poorly to it. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen continuously. But this is a team that rides high when it gets the first goal. But when it goes 1-0 down, we're seemingly... And I think if you think about it, the amount of times that Arsenal have gone 1-0 down and we've been unable to turn the score around under Arteta, that is definitely something that's perpetuated through his tenure, is the inability to turn score lines around. And I know against the very Liverpool side, it's going to be very tricky. Um, but it's... It, <laughs> It's got to be something that we work on. It is turning results around because we just aren't good at doing that at the moment. Um, Jeffrey says, Liverpool were so good at doubling up on our wingers and it was always two versus one. John says, why would any top striker who's seen that performance want to come here now? It's not like we wasted loads of chances. Um, as again, I think that we have to, you have to give credit sometimes to the opposition and they absolutely suffocated Arsenal's ability to create chances. Saka and Martinelli were doubled, quadrupled up on sometimes and they just weren't able to influence the game like we would. And we didn't really have a, a coherent midfield for most of the game. Erdogan was doing as much as he feasibly could but was always kind of a little bit strangled with you know the discipline that he has to add to his game when he plays a bit deeper. I don't really agree with the idea that Erdogan should be played deeper. I think he can play as an eight in a two with a Smith throw and someone behind but playing him deep alongside another a number six, I just think it shackles him far, far too much. Michael says Liverpool were excellent defensively. Omar says 14 red cards since Arteta was appointed two years ago, more than any other side in that time. Thomas, why is this Arsenal team not disciplined? It's I don't really know, and I don't have an answer for this question, Omar. It is a really strange and worrying statistic that keeps on cropping up. Keeps on cropping up, and we keep really suffering. Like I don't think today it was the reason why we lost. It wasn't. It happened so late in the game. But it's a worry. And, you know, we're losing players now for, for other fixtures. We're going to be without Xhaka and Partey through red card suspensions at the weekend, which is ridiculous. So we'll have to wait and see. Oh, and here we go. We've got abusers coming out into the chat box. Always the way. Grow up. 51st president says, Tom, it felt like Saka seemed smothered today. And Ketia for Saka and Thomas for Sambi may have fit better scheme-wise. Do you think our subs will improve going forwards? I have no evidence to suggest that they will. This is one of the biggest criticisms I've got of Arteta is his in-game management is still lacking. It's still naive. It's not inventive enough. And we need to, tr we need to try more, sorry. Um, 
Right. You're going to go over now to the Arsenal way. Link to the Arsenal ways in the description. You'll be able to join Bailey and Chris Davison as they break down the game even more and answer more of your thoughts and feelings in the chat box as well. Join me tomorrow morning at 8am tomorrow UK time and we'll be giving you all the latest Arsenal transfer news as there is news of Arsenal pushing towards a goalkeeper before the end of the window uh, to replace Bernd Leno who could also be on his way out. Fingers crossed there'll be news regarding Artur and Vlaovic and any other possible signs that we need to make as well. I know that it weren't the best of games. They are. No, it was a disappointing fixture. It really, really was. But let's get beyond the team on Sunday for Burnley. And fingers crossed we can pull out a result and get back on track. See you soon, guys. Chris B, thank you so much uh, for the donation, mate. Only the league try and win then. Come on, you gooners. Absolutely. Have a fantastic evening. Try and enjoy it. Take your, take your mind off football if you want to. But do go check out the guys over on the Arsenal Way. Link is in the description to go tune over to the second part of your evening's breakdown of Arsenal. See you soon, guys. Have a great evening. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.